0: Hey everyone, it's Pastor Eddie from River of Life. Just want to say thank you for joining us on our podcast. Now let's get ready to hear a word from the Lord today. What does God want to speak to our hearts today? So come on, open your Bibles, open your hearts, and let's get into the Word. Ready for the Word today? Amen. Are you ready for the Word today? Are your hearts prepared? Amen. A couple of... uh... Uh, This is, uh, if you're watching online, you're going to have two out of two uh, commercials real quick, and then we're going to go to Philippians and uh, get into this today. But uh, I do want to take up our offering right now, give you an opportunity to get blessed, because whenever we give to support the work of God, he blesses us now, and he will bless us when we get into heaven. I'll talk a little bit about that as well today. Uh, There are many different ways to give. You can give online through the uh, text giving numbers. Everything is secure, of course. You guys have been, we've been doing this for a while now. Uh, If you're here in the building, which is good to see uh, so many out today, uh, making it through the weather and you're in person. Matter of fact, give yourself a hand today for being in the house of God. Uh, You can use an envelope to give, and on the way out, we're going to drop it into the buckets. The ushers will be in the back. We do not collect them uh, during this season, which is going to move me right into the next couple of uh, things I just want to say real quick in response to the COVID cases and everything that's going on, uh, what we're doing as a church. We're going to continue to do what we've been doing, and that is pausing uh, all of our other ministries except for our Sunday morning and our Wednesday night uh, we're going to continue to uh, meet in person uh, for as long as we can and uh, there's a few reasons for that number one is uh, we are very confident in our COVID protocols here uh, Every everyone I talk to even our local authorities that look at our setup here and they're like man you guys are doing it great I believe that's why we haven't had any COVID cases here in the building is because of our our spraying, we clean every after every gathering. Our social distancing, our ventilation system, all of that, and we're pretty confident in that. And so we're going to continue uh, with that. We're also, uh, I'm also going to con- try to continue to do this as long as we can, because we are concerned about the health and uh, of the physical health of everyone. But we also are concerned about the spiritual and emotional health that this thing is taking a toll on. Everyone, even our kids. That's why you notice Governor Whitmer left K-6 through open to go in person, and I know many schools uh, are already virtual, but the reason why they did that is because it really takes a toll on all of our kids, our young adults, uh, and all of us. You need to be interaction. Some of you do well online, and you need to continue to be online. You're at risk. You're... um, a person that don't feel comfortable you may have some health problems we encourage you to take advantage of the live stream we're going to keep live streaming forever uh, until jesus comes Others of you, you're not doing so well live streaming, and we're because we're not made to do that. I mean, it's just uh, it, it's a short term thing, and that's why many of you still come out to be in person. There's just something about getting up in the morning, getting dressed, driving to the house of God. Your t- the communication that you're talking conversations on the way to church, the mindset you get in here, worshiping. Listen that beautiful worship that we just had the presence of God, worshiping with the same. Uh, There is something about seeing one another physically and looking eye to eye and opening up the Bible and being engaged. I mean, many of you do it right now, but some of you don't, and it's a struggle for you, and it's taking a toll on you emotionally and spiritually, and I'm really concerned with that. That's why we're going to continue to do this as long uh, as we can, and um, our youth is the same way. High schoolers are now going virtual, so uh, I'm very confident in And our youth director, Kavar, and his team, with taking the protocols. Our youth, teenagers need some interaction as well. We do the safety things with the masks, social distancing, and everything. But they need that. We need that accountability and that coming together in community. There's just so much uh, benefits that's with it. Again, uh, if you choose to stay at home, that doesn't mean you're less spiritual. We don't shame you for that. We encourage you, especially if you have a health condition, do that. Other, others of you, you, you can come and you can be safe. I mean, there is, it's more safe here, I think, than Walmart or Home Depot, my opinion. I just think so. But, uh, and, uh, so that's, that's our thing on that. And we are going week to week on this. And I would love to give you a dates and tell you this and this, but we're just not living in that time. So we're taking it week by week. This Wednesday, we will not have a midweek service because, believe it or not, Thanksgiving is this week. Can you still be thankful this year? Amen. Can you? I'm going to talk about that today. Uh, but we will not have a midweek this Wednesday, so it's going to give a break with our cleaning as well and coming together. And we're going to take it week by week. If we have to go back to virtual, then we will. For But uh, I, I think uh, we can do this. We can do both. I think we can learn to do both. And we may go virtual for a week or two. We're going to take it week by week, but I think we can do it and um, continue to see what's going to happen. I think the next two months, my personal opinion is going to be like that, but I think we're turning the corner and uh, these vaccines are going to come out. Everybody's been watching the news and seeing that and, and it is what it is, but uh, regardless, uh, you need we need to stay strong in our spirit and our faith and our hope. Amen. Let's pray over our giving right now Uh, as you give and you prepare your gift. I do want to pray, Father, your blessing upon this giving congregation. I do pray for finances, Father. Uh, Many are locked down in their businesses and companies and scared. And Father, right now I just pray for your peace to just fill their hearts right now. You, uh, God, are our source. And we don't trust in our resources, but you are our source. I pray that faith will fill the hearts of your people today. In Jesus' name, and I pray a blessing on all the givers. Bless them, Lord. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to thank you, tithers. You guys are just keeping us going, and I want to thank you so much. Um, Okay, let's stand for the reading of the word. We love to do this even at home. Go ahead, stand up. Send a message from your legs and your blood flow to your brain that we are in church. Get your Bibles. Go to Philippians with me today. We're going to continue with this. uh, a spin off series staying in the theme of kingdom, talking about kingdom minded and actually this is where the scripture comes from of being ha- having the kingdom mind that we need to have. Philippians is a good book to study this time because everything uh, this book was written by the apostle Paul, by the Holy Spirit, through the apostle Paul when he was in a very dark p- place in his life. He was in a prison. He was in a Philippian prison. They weren't very pretty and cozy and nice. He was isolated. He was by himself. He was feeling the the fatigue of trying to go from village to village and encourage people and start churches and be shut down by the government because they were being persecuted. He's in jail because of it. So he's feeling a lot like we may be feeling today. And over and over again, as you're going to see today, he tells us to rejoice in the Lord. And again, I say rejoice. Now, if Paul can write that from a state that's probably worse than many of us now, I think we need to lean in this morning and find out how do you do that. Amen? And so keep that in mind as we read the scripture, that it's not just this unrelevant ancient book. It is exactly speaking to our situation today. Philippians chapter 2, this is the verse. Look at verse 5. We're going to move around. He says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You see that? And then he pushes off from there and begins to give us a lot of instruction of how to live with a kingdom mindset. But we're going to pick it up in chapter 3 at the end of his instruction this week. In chapter 3, verse 1. He says, finally, my brother, and he's coming to the end of his instruction about being kingdom minded. Rejoice. Everybody say rejoice. Rejoice Rejoice in the Lord. And then he says this, for me to write the same thing to you, it's not tedious, but it is safe or beneficial for you. We're going to come back to this. And then he warns, beware of the dogs, beware of the evil workers, beware of anything or any source or any person that would try to stifle your joy, okay? For we, verse 3, are the circumcision, we who worship God in spirit, rejoice in who? Christ. Come on, say that again. Rejoice in Christ Jesus. Jesus. And have no confidence in the flesh. We're going to stop right there, but we will be moving through the rest of the letter uh, here in just a moment. Thank you, Lord, for your word. I pray that we would, Father, go back to your, your original plan, God, and, and the mindsets and some of the old ways, God, that we do need to restore. it. And that is a simple heart of gratitude and being thankful. Help us to get that place again. This day, right now, in the middle of this, this season that we may be in. Fill our hearts, Lord, I pray. Help us in Jesus' name. And if you agree with this, say amen. amen. Grab you a seat. You can sit down. Amen. Um, okay, so this is where I'm thinking about preaching this today. Uh, this is the title, and this is the, the kind of perspective of where I'm coming with this today. I'll title this, Let's Listen to It Again. Let's listen to it again. This is where I'm coming from. And I get this uh, from uh, recently here the other day. We are finishing up, thank God, uh, the, the last touches of our renovation here in the building. Uh, if you're new with River of Life or watching this online, by the way, we've got some new folks with us today. We do want to welcome all of our first time. But who's here for the first time? Raise your hand. Our brother Marshall. Amen. Good to see you. Welcome. We welcome you today that's watching from home. Maybe you are in a watch party or whatever. Someone told you to tune in. We want to welcome you, be a part, and just and just lean in here, what God wants to speak to your heart today. Uh, but we've been renovating this beautiful building. Thank God we got it all done before COVID, the, the major part of it. But we had the offices we just finished. And uh, so moving. we're completing I've got a little bit of painting left to do. So those of you that are anointed to paint, come see me. Amen. And, uh, but anyway, we're moving in. i got my office set up here, and... I looked around, and I come across one of these. I don't know if you can zoom in and see this, but uh, uh, so I I, I save these, and and I'll explain uh, why I save these uh, in just a minute, but first, I got to give a history lesson, I believe. This is a cassette tape, and um, for those of you that don't know, but back in the day, when an artist would drop. Uh, their new CD or album, or the new their new album, it would come out in the cassette tape. It'd be in its own little case with its little cover and uh, with its songs on it. And uh, these things uh, these things were were great. Uh, the The good thing about these things is that you can record over them. You you, you could record over them, so the the tape may say uh, one thing. But you can, you can reuse it and, rec- and, and record. Your favorite song comes on. you got to hit record. And, and so you can't go by what the label says. Okay? Now, so stick with me. This is the, a long foundation of my message. But it, it goes, you got to get this point or you're going to miss the whole message today. And so, um, but it's good. You can record. So you can have uh, one, it may say one thing on one side. But on the other side it would be totally, totally different. You can put some slow jams on there. And hence the name. Mixtape. Come on, somebody. How many had a mixtape? You have a mixtape? Drop your sanctified mixtape emoji in in, in the chat today, if you know what I'm talking about. So, and one side may be kind of your upbeat songs, uh, you know, and the other side be a little bit of uh, whatever. Anyway, so, uh, let me just you this quick story. Back in the day, uh, I was uh, a Royal Ranger, and I was out camping, doing a Royal Ranger camping event, and I brought my Walkman. That's another history lesson for another day. But, uh, and, and I was listening to, I had a tape, and and it was The Imperials, okay, which is an old Christian gospel, uh, heed the call, brother. Okay, it was, it was, it was, anyway, so I had that on one side, and I remember after the campfire, we're getting into the tent, and I'm going to bed, and my commander said, hey what are you listening to? And uh, I said, uh, oh, man, look, it's Christian, it's gospel, and it was The Imperials. She goes, oh, okay. Go to, so, I'll never forget, man, about 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night, I popped that in, and I'm listening to Walkman. If you remember the Walkman radios, uh, headsets, uh, the little foamy things, okay, they were loud. Like, you can hear more on the outside than you were on the, there were nothing like these AirPods today. Like, you can tell what people are listening to. You walk three feet behind them and hear their music. So, anyway, I, did, I forgot about that, so I'm in the, a, a silent tent. I mean, no one slept with a fan. Okay, i sleep with a fan even in the winter yes amen but back in the day we didn't so it was very hard to sleep uh so i had to put my little so i was popping in that he the cobra and then all of a sudden i think everyone's sleeping <laughs> i popped it turned it around popped that bad boy right in and i'm the king of rock there is none higher sucker mc must call me sire and i'm like I mean, I'm on stage with Ron and DMC, and we're having a concert, and I'm just thinking I'm in my own world, and all of a sudden, a pillow hits me upside the head. My earphones go, that ain't Imperials, Eddie, what you listening to, boy? Now, my commander was also my Uncle Jimmy, so uh, (laughs) my uncle could throw, you know, he could throw pillows at people, so... uh, Later, I had a youth pastor, matter of fact, the next year. He said, man, you guys are so creative in being sneaky. If if you would only harness that energy and get on fire for God, he could use that. So we did a Christian version at Fajola Camp in 1985, I believe it was, of Run DMC's King of Rock. We called it King, he's the king of heaven. There is none higher. Satan the devil. Let's call him sire. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I was one of the beatboxers, and I, I would tear it up. I mean, that's just, that's where we came from, man. And, and by the way, we won first place, so how you like me now? We gave an altar call, people got saved. I mean, you know, people were like, oh, I didn't think, you know. But anyway, flashback, you gotta look that up. Okay, so that's the good thing about cassette tapes, is that you can make it say anything. Okay, I needed Jesus, but anyway... Um, But here's the bad thing about these things is that if you really wear, you can wear these out by just playing them and playing them and recording after them. Uh, You can really wear them out. And in fact, when you wear one of these out, you'd be driving down the road and uh, you'd pop one of these out to flip over to side B. That was before the automatic side changer. I'm going old school. And, And when you did that, sometimes if you played it too much, you would see this. This would send anyone in the 80s into panic mode right here. Pull the car over, don't touch it right now. I mean, you're like this, Uh, and so you would get right over. But have no fear, because all of us were professional techs, and we had one tool to fix this. Are you guys with me today? Come on, turn it up. Forget about outside. You got to get this today. And so what we learned to do, look at the young people, y'all don't know nothing, man. I'm telling you, you ain't did anything until you learn how to do this. And so you would put this, you would sit there, and you would put this bad boy together. Or you would roll it up, and you'd put it in a glove box, and you would wait till you got home. And then you would, you would, then you would do this, and you would put it back nice and neat, careful, because this is valuable. I mean, you got some memories on this bad boy. And so you would do this. Until it was able to work. Look at this. You can't do this with a CD. (laughs) Boom. And you got your tape cassette. Amen? Amen. And as good as new. Okay. So I saved these. And the point of this whole thing is just recently I got one of these out. And I didn't know what was on it. So I popped one of these in. And uh, it was my very first message I ever preached at a youth revival. And it was about uh, how Moses turned the waters of Mara, the bitter waters, into sweet water by throwing in the tree. Remember that story in the Old Testament. And the whole message is about if you've ever been betrayed or if you've ever been hurt um, and you turn bitter, that God can turn your bitterness into sweetness. And I tell you what, as I listened to that old-fashioned message that was a long time ago on that little beat up tape cassette man God just began to refresh me and just begin to bless me and next thing you know man I just feel the anointing and the presence of God is is going on in, in, in right there in my heart that's exactly what I'm trying to do today that's exactly what Paul the Apostle is doing right here in Philippians. He says, listen, for me to tell you about this, about this old, ancient, beat-up, ancient message about being thankful about being uh, rejoicing in the Lord, that's tired, and and you may not want to hear that today, and I know it sounds tedious, it's old-fashioned, no one really says thank you anymore, and maybe 2020 has totally just broke you, and maybe on the inside you just don't feel like being thankful. The last thing you want to hear me preach to you today, and to look into that camera, and look into your eyes today, and tell you that you need to rejoice in the Lord, and again, and I say rejoice. Some of you, I know it seems old-fashioned, I know it might even seem break, but gee, but God is saying through Paul to all of us today, listen, I know it may be tedious, but for you, it's beneficial if you gotta do whatever you gotta do and get that old message back out and put that back together and listen to it again. Listen to it again. That you need to rejoice in the Lord. And again, I say, I know you don't want to hear it. I know you may not feel like being thankful today. And you got it tucked away someplace. But Paul is saying, listen, and I'm saying that to everybody today. We can't lose sight of being thankful. Listen, Thanksgiving isn't canceled. I know we're doing it different. But being thankful isn't canceled in 2020. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Did you hear me? What is the joy? The joy has 2020 stolen your ability to be thankful. Maybe some of us have stored that away into a drawer and has passed on to something else and just be trying to make it. I know some of you might have had a bad uh, diagnosis or, man, there's all kinds of problems going on today besides COVID, And it's really hard right now to come up here in front of you today and tell you to be having an attitude of gratitude. But this is where I'm going with this today. Paul had the same problem in Philippians. He said, I know it sounds tedious and for me to tell you to play it over and over again. You might have worn it out. But I'm telling you, if you would just listen to it again, if you would just follow me, and then he's going to take us through Philippians, through some old tracks. And he says, I know it's not flashy, and new, and deep, and, 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 and exciting, but if you would just listen to it again, and let the words of Christ and the Holy Spirit stir in you something fresh, you will have that joy, and that peace, and that strength, and that happiness that no one seems to understand how you can have it again in your life. Are you with me? And so he goes through Philippians, telling us, of an old story that we've heard over and over again. Track number one would be our salvation. That's what he says here. He says it in verse three: Rejoice that you are what in Christ. He says, "I know, I know, it's old. Listen, I know it's old. No one, no one really, you know, talking about some of you have been saved so long. I think we might have lost the value of our salvation. We, we might have lost uh, w- what it really means." To be saved. And we went, okay, what's next? No, no, no. Paul says you need to, number one, rejoice that you are in Christ. Because guess what? All these things that he's going to tell us in Philippians, it can't be lost by 2020. 2020 is not going to take your salvation. 2020 is not going to take your eternal destiny and the eternal life that is working in your heart, unless you let it, unless you want to walk out there. Don't let the enemy take your crown, the Bible says, don't, don't do it. But rejoice in an old song of your salvation. What does it mean to be saved? It's a Greek word. It's called Sozo in the New Testament. Listen to it. It means to be cured. It means to be rescued. It means to be delivered, to give new life and a new heart. Someone says you're really not ready to live until you're ready to die. In other words, you're really not ready to, to live until you're, you know that your eternal life, where you're going to go when you die. But look at that. Save means to be cured. To be cured from what? We, we, we hear a lot about virus and sickness and The human heart, the condition of the human heart is sick with with hatred and offenses and division and people just turning on one another and not, and just, just breaking off relationships with one another. That's, that's where, that's a, what is that? That's a condition of the human heart. We, and Jesus is saying, Hey, I, I came to pay a pretty big price for you to be cured let me remind you that if you are a follower of Christ, you've got the cure to the disease of sin. You don't have to be depressed anymore. Come on. You don't have to be hopeless. You don't have to think that everything's going to end. You've got the joy of the Lord in your Come on. Listen to that again. I think some of them are shouting louder at home than they are in here today. Again, it's old school. I know. But we forget that you are saved, man. Do you know what that means, that you are saved? When you're saved, that means that Jesus is walking with you. He's walking with you. I didn't have that before I committed my life to Jesus. I was all by myself. And right now, people are turning to everything that don't have Jesus. Alcohol sales are up uh, Almost 15% alcohol addiction and drug addiction is at an all-time high right now. Depression and anxiety. You can't even get into an AA meeting right now. These groups are so, so hard. I'm ministry down, regularly down at Life Challenge. I'll be going down there again this week. And, 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 and they, are, they are thriving. Why? Because they are, they are not a part of a program. They have realized that they have been saved. And, and they, are being, they are born again. And they got the joy of the Lord in them. But so many aren't there right now. And so they're turning to all these different things to try to cure them. And I'm telling you, I want to remind you, listen to that again. You don't have to go back to the old ways. Romans 6 says, sin shall no longer have dominion over you. Do you realize that? That if you're saved, if you've got the Spirit of God in you, you can be free from any addiction. Just like that. You can, you can have the work of the Holy Spirit working in you, but, man, we got to pop it back in again. So you got to, yeah, you say, you know, you said a prayer, I don't know when, but some time ago, and we kind of we forgot the value. Paul is saying, listen, man, I know it's tedious, but it's not tedious, it's for your benefit. Because, you know, you can put a five-year-old, you may test this later, take your four-year-old or five-year-old and put a $100 bill up to them and then put in this hand their favorite gum, pack of gum or something, and say, hey, which one do you want? The little four-year-old is going to look at that pack of gum and going to take that gum in a heartbeat, not realizing the value of that $100 bill, not realizing that that $100 bill can buy so much more than just a little pack of gum. I think a lot of us are like that four-year-old or five-year-old. It's that 2020 and whatever, life has just happened. We, we want to look at these little shiny things. Look at just what's going to numb the pain for just a moment. And I'm trying to tell you through Philippians that you've got something more valuable than a temporary pleasure. You've got the Spirit of God in you. Your name is written down in heaven. God is in you. But you got to listen to it again. Come on, you need to meditate on this. And if you're watching today and you, you don't know how to be born again to get saved, I spent a whole message on that. It's called The Message of the Kingdom. Go on our YouTube channel and watch it. And it'll tell you that. That's what our worship is, because i got to move on. But that's what our worship is. It's a response to the fact that we know we are saved. That's why David said that the dead do not worship him. Meaning those that are spiritually dead don't worship him. Before I got saved, we didn't worship. We didn't go to no club and be like out there, this is how I fight my battles. That's not how we were doing it. But when I got saved, awakened, accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, this is how I worship now. Do you see that? It changed. And some some of you might have lost your worship or you're feeling it. I'm telling you, get the tape back out and play it over again. You might need to help put it back together, but play it again. You have been saved. Meditate on that. Even if we do die, when we do die, the second part of salvation, number one, he's going to be with us. Second part is we're going to be with him in heaven. You know what I read the other day Revelations chapter 20 and 21. Then I went over into Ezekiel. If you ever get discouraged, read Revelations 20 and 21. It talks about how beautiful heaven is. I mean, Hollywood. I look at some of the movies and we watch and I love them kind of movies that show the mystical planets and the lands and it the, has these creatures and it's really cool and colorful and, you know, and it's like, wow. it's really, But I'm telling you what, that is nothing compared to what heaven, how Revelations describes how beautiful heaven must be. I'm telling you. And that is our reward. I said it a million times. I'll say it again. For the believer, this is the worst it will ever get for us. Is right here. Hear it again. For the believer, this is the worst. But for the non-believer, those that haven't surrendered your life to Christ, this is the best it's ever going to get for you is whatever planet Earth has. Come on, listen to it again. But i got to move on. Then he moves on to his second track. In Philippians 4, hang on, Philippians 4, he says, Therefore, my beloved, my longed-for brethren, my joy in my crown, he calls He calls the Philippian people his crown. And then later in chapter uh, 4, if you're taking notes, write down chapter 4, 17 through 19. um, He starts talking about... Receiving a gift from them, Paul was was uh, uh, almost a one-man show. Very few apostles, but they were spreading out, starting churches. Again, they're they're under Roman oppression and persecution. It was illegal to be a Christian. It was illegal to worship anyone other than the emperor of Rome. And so Paul is really just going through it. He's having to hide. People, I mean, there there people are calling the one-eight hundred snitch line on Paul. And, I mean, and everything you can think of. He, he he's feeling all alone. He's getting beat. I mean, just reading First Corinthians what he went through, physically beaten. I mean, everything. This guy is really going through it. And uh, so they give him a financial gift. They take up an offering and they give it to him. He uses the money to live on, to travel, and to give it to the poorer churches. And in chapter 4 there, he says, Thank you for your gift. He said, but I'm not really that thankful over the amount, even though it was a really good amount. He said, really what my joy comes from is that you willingly gave it to support the kingdom of God, which demonstrated that you were really a true follower of Christ and a mature believer. And then watch this, and I know that it has been credited to your heavenly account. Do you know that you and I have a heavenly account? Okay, how many have a bank account? Don't tell me your information like that one commercial. There are some hilarious commercials. He's standing with a megaphone on the college campus telling his wife's credit card number. (laughs) Anyway, and um, how many have a bank account? Do you know, we all do, right? The Bible teaches that you and I have a spiritual account. Again, this is something that may be old-fashioned, but I want you to listen to this again and let it settle in. You're going to be thankful for this. Every dime you give to help support the work of God, every water, Jesus said, if you give a cup of cold water in my name, not just for charity's sake or to, or to boost your, your nonprofit, but if you do it in the name of Jesus, you will not lose your reward. I'm amazed to watch over in Honduras, our brothers and sisters that are, that are in an undeveloped country, severely stricken with poverty and struggling, hit with two major... Uh, hurricanes, And you can watch them online. They're a knee deep of water in the church that we've preached at and been into a hundred times, Alyssa, and done dramas at. And everything else And they're they're knee deep in water And they're handing out food And they're smiling And they're looking to the camera And they're posing And they're rejoicing On Sunday morning worship They, they show up And they're hit with corona really bad And they got messed, And they're doing But they haven't lost their joy I think we've kind of been A little spoiled in America sometimes And I'm not minimizing What you're going through I'm just saying Whatever happens to you in the natural You can get to the place When you serve God That it doesn't affect you spiritually you can still rejoice in the Lord and again I say rejoice listen to it again Paul says because you've got treasures in heaven so the track number two would be our heavenly storage you've got everything you are sending up to heaven everything you've been given over the years serving on a cleaning team serving in youth ministry worship team young adults worship, uh, royal rangers any, any ministry anything we do to help further the kingdom of God, you and I will be rewarded for it. In Corinthians, it's called the judgment seat of Christ. I just gotta take a minute, play, play it again. It's old school. You may not have heard this in a while. There is a judgment day for every single person on planet Earth. Every knee will bow, and every tongue will confess. Whether you're an atheist, an agnostic, or a little bit of everything, every knee will bow sooner or later at one of these two judgments. Revelations is the great white throne judgment with he who sat on the, on the throne everyone turned their face from and oh, that's a scary place to be. That's for people who rejected Christ. But for the believers, we will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And you know what? We're going to be receiving these rewards over the years of all the ministries that we have done. We're going to hear and we're going to wait. None of them have got the rewards yet. We're going to be there and we're going to hear the Apostle Paul from Tarsus, please come up. And this little short Jewish man who was beaten with rods and with stripes and finally left, uh, had his head chopped off in 70 A.D. by Nero, he's going to come walking up and he's going to receive all of these treasures for doing his work. Guess what? Your name's going to be called. They're going to say, hey, James Edward Markham. By the way, everything you did back in the day before you got saved, (laughs) it's washed in the blood of Christ. And that's going to have me shouting right there, amen. Come on, play that again later. Let that settle in. My point is this, is that everything we do for Christ... Let's listen to a couple of these scriptures. Jesus said it like this. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy, where thieves do not. For where your treasure is, there where your heart will be also. It's nothing wrong having a 401k and having a retirement. But he says don't put your heart into everything in this life. Have you found out that it dissolves? It don't last long anywhere. Store up treasures in heaven. You have a heavenly storage today. Please listen to this. Never forget it. Only the things we've done for Christ will last forever. Please. I've heard that before. You need to listen to it again. One of the things you have in this life, comfort, is that you know you have a retirement, right? It gives you, it gives you a little bit of comfort. I know it's crazy, but you can't really trust it, right? You, can't, you don't know what's going to be there. I mean, they're telling me Social Security is going to be there, but I, I, I got you, nothing in this life is promised. Jesus is saying here, it's promised to you. No matter what the economy does in China or America, it doesn't affect heaven. It doesn't affect your heavenly account. Come on, someone needs to get excited about that because you've been storing up treasures for a long time. I'm telling you, one day you're going to have your name called and you're going to receive it. That's why he says, Paul says in Titus, this is a faithful saying, and these things I want to affirm constantly, that those who have believed in God should be careful to maintain good works. Hmm. These things are good and profitable to men. And let our people also learn to maintain, in verse 14, good works. Why is he saying this? To meet urgent needs that, so they won't be unfruitful. Now, we're not saved by works, Ephesians 2, but we are his workmanship created for good works. What does that mean? You're not saved by doing good deeds, but once you're saved, you should do good deeds. You are not saved by your works, but once you're saved, you should work. What's work? I don't know what ministries we got going. It's not about being a, doing a thing and having a title. You can be the church, and right now you have an opportunity like never before to be the church. Parents, I know you're tired. Your kids are always with you all day, and you're working. You're doing school all in the same space. I would love to open up Royal Rangers. I would love to open up these ministries, but you know what? You can take advantage of the opportunity. Since when have you been so close with your kids for so long? You can sit down with them and do what they did in Paul's day. They didn't have Children's Church in Paul's day. They didn't have Royal Rangers in in Paul's day. What they do? They sat down as a family. And they said, come on, let's study the Word together. I'm just saying, I know, I know. You kids are getting on your nerve today. I know. I got people, parents begging us, please don't close River Kids. I'll put them in a hazmat suit, but please don't close. I get it. I get it. I know, I know, I know. But, man, take advantage of the moment and say, hey, man, let me lean into you. We're going to get back to that. I want to look back at 2020 and say, hey, man, you know what I made? I'm I about to have to get the old school jams out but I'm gonna not let 2020 take my thankfulness. I'm not gonna let 2020 take my gratitude. I'm gonna continue to go to work. I'm gonna go to work. Come on, anybody know what I'm saying? Because trials are temporary, but our treasure is eternal. This is gonna pass. So longer than we all thought, but it's gonna pass. Move on to the last one, the last track. Paul says this over and over again, actually in Romans and in Philippians. You've heard it before, it's an old truth. You might have forgot about it, but this is something to be thankful for. And that is our fellowship with the saints. And I know right now, we're all dying for it. I know, I would love to have life groups tomorrow. I would love, I miss the Christian. There ain't nothing like hanging out with people of the same faith people that's like-minded, people that are struggling, people that, I mean, that's why we love it so much. And I know we're all, we all miss the Wednesday nights and after service going to Applebee's, and eventually we'll be able to hang out here in the cafe and just hang out, whatever, have open gym nights and, and, and all of this stuff. I know we're all, we're all dying for it, but Paul said, man, that is a great source of fellowship, of joy in being thankful is from the fellowship He lists a whole bunch of names. I was just reminded of this at the synergy we went to. Tim Delena brought it up, how Paul uh, always bragged about his fellow workers in the ministry. In Romans, he starts to close the book. I did a teaching on the book of Romans and covered this before, but at the end of Romans, he says, amen, like he's ending it. And then all of a sudden it's almost like like Tim said, that he asked the sound man, turn the mic up, and before you leave the building, hang on, I got one more thing to say. It was one of them things at the end of Romans. And then he lists 33 names of people that work with him and that are his brothers and sisters. And the whole point of that is he's saying, I, I'm being, I want to show my gratitude for my brothers and sisters. Not only that fellowship with me, but I realized I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for them. Don't let 2020 take that from you. We may not have been able to fellowship as much this year and be over people's houses and have that. And and I know we're tired of the screens and social media just doesn't do it. But I'm telling you what, man, don't forget. Listen, play it again of all the people that have helped you get to where you are right now. The Sunday school teachers, the Royal Ranger commanders, whether they're throwing pillows at you or not, whether they are the pastors, the teachers, the worship leaders, the brothers and sisters here in your church that are getting you here. I would not be here today. If it wasn't for those Royal Ranger commands, if it wasn't for Sister Butchel, at Grace Assembly of God in southwest Detroit that set me and Steve Pollock down when we were just seven years old. And she's an old saint of the church. And she said, boys, if you will memorize Psalms 23, I will give you each your own personal Bible. Now, to a seven-year-old, that was better than an iPad. And we memorized Psalm 23. She didn't have a title, a ministry. I think she, pl- she played the piano. Uh, I believe, but that was it. She just wanted to invest in these two little boys who both of them are in ministry and serving as pastors today. I believe my friend Steve Pollock is down in Texas. And she invested and we came back. We had to recite it in King James, baby. And I remember I told him to go first because I, I got hung up on those these and I was already mad because it says the Lord is my shepherd who I shall not want. I was so confused. Why would you be happy about me saying I don't want Jesus as my shepherd? I was so confused with the King James language. She said, Eddie, that don't mean... Anyway, but I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for the saints. Listen, you wouldn't be here where you are today if it wasn't for the saints. So before we get ready to... Mark them off and just throw them away. Paul says, no, 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 listen to the tape again. In fact, he calls out two sisters in verse 2 of chapter 4. We're closing. He says, "You, Eudea, and I implore Syntyche to be of the same mind in the Lord. And I urge you, and he asked the whole Philippian church to help you, to help reconcile them. So how would you like to have your name in the Bible? For millions and billions of people to have read over 2,000 years and called out by Paul because you had a disagreement with a sister in the church. (laughs) Why did God leave that in there? We don't have disagreements today in 2020. We love everybody. I mean, we, we get along with our brothers and sisters, we're not divided. It's so irrelevant, ain't it, Cindy? I mean, the Bible is so irrelevant till today. They had it so easy back in them days. They didn't have no Facebook. Are you kidding me? No, no, no. Today, man, we we connect on Facebook. We connect on Twitter, Snapchat. I got a street going. Some of y'all even like my post. That means we're all good. No, 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 no. We've never been more divided as a nation, as a people. And I'm telling you today, I know it's old. You don't feel like hearing it. But you need to be thankful and reconcile with your brothers and sisters. No, 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 no. Now listen, let me give you some grace. Let me, let me tell you this. There's two ways to do this. Matthew 18. Drop it in the comments because I need to know that you listen to me. Matthew 18. Write it down. Matthew 18. Matthew 18 is Jesus' instruction of what happens when you get offended. What happens when somebody just gets you so mad and your feathers riled up, however you want to say it. He says it like this, two things. Number one, if they've offended you, you go to them. Jesus said, if it, whoever had go to them. Why? Because a lot of times that person that offended you don't realize they offended you. This is Jesus. It's in red. 2,000 years ago. I know it's irrelevant. He said, go to them and say, hey, you know that comment you made? You may not have meant it like that or whatever you said, but I took offense to it and I just want to make it up and you reconcile in the story I've done it myself and I've seen tears I've seen I've seen hugging and I've been like and we end up getting stronger as a couple stronger as friends over that the second way is if they don't hear you they're like I ain't down with it take a friend with you and try to talk them into it look at the effort and if not he said then listen my vernacular love them from the balcony there are some that just don't want to follow and reconcile i get it i get it i understand melinda and i we've had to do this as christians first church we were a part of i thought we would be there until jesus came i loved everything about it and the leadership and that church just totally went in another it went sharp left i mean it was just crazy what happened what and he announced what they believe and where they're going And I was hurt. I was a young believer. I was about 27 years old. I remember the enemy almost got me back on the streets because of that, because it hurt. You can get offended. The Bible says a person offended is harder to win than a fortified city. And a person who isolates himself rages against all wise judgment. That was us. I even went to one of the pastors, and I explained my heart. Listen, man, what's going on? Isn't the church I fell in love with? Man, you guys are going the wrong way. I don't understand what's going on. He said, I I feel what you're saying, but I'm going with leadership on this. I said, just, all right. And you know what? We left. All of those pastors, except for the one, are not even in ministry today. But I love, and I'll forever be grateful for that season. I just love them for the balcony, from the balcony. And guess what? I never would have found you if I would have. Not moved on. But others in your own body, in your own family, this is for you. He's saying, try to work it out. Try to work it out. The constant test, and I'm closing for real this time. Worship team, won't you come? Help me. The constant test that God will constantly have you and I in is can you be betrayed and not become bitter? Oh, that's so good. Did you hear that? The constant test. Joseph went through it. David went through it. Can you be betrayed and not get bitter? Some of you are right there. I want you to get the tape out. I know it's old. You don't want to listen to it. Reconcile. What? Uh, Please get it out. Because as you listen to it again, as you really think about what God wants to do and heal those relationships... You're going to be thankful again. That joy will begin to come. I want to end by giving everybody a Thanksgiving challenge. I did this every year. And those of you that are on social media, which just about everybody is, that's what I want you to do. We'll do a little different this, this year. Every day this week, I'm going to challenge you. Every day this week, post something that you're still thankful for nothing new some things that you had for a while maybe you've been married for 30 years and you know what you haven't you haven't put on facebook any good compliments about your spouse i know they love you and i know you love them and, and, and i know but there's something that happens when we are intentional and we say you know what i'm still thankful for that old beat up husband <laughs> I mean, some of you may have to do this sometimes to get them going. I know. Come on, you know. Come on, honey. We're going to change the furniture. I don't want to change. Yeah. Come on, honey. We're going to change a different color. Come on, somebody. Whatever. Oh, I don't want to post that I'm thankful for my salvation because that's oh, no, 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 no. You may have somebody out there that's been watching your life, and God's working with them, and they see that you're still thankful over Jesus Christ. Like man, I want to have that. I'm telling you. I think the Holy Spirit's speaking through me today. Come on, what are you still thankful for? Come on, get them old tracks out. Get those old tracks out. Say, I'm still thankful for this. Come on, stand with me today. This is Thanksgiving week, my favorite personal holiday. We even wait to put the tree up to after Thanksgiving. I know some of you already did it. That's fine. Do whatever you want to do. I know this year I almost wanted to put it up early. I love Christmas. We put two trees up. But Thanksgiving's always been the big day. We can still be thankful. That's all I'm trying to say here today. First of all, if you don't know Jesus Christ, you need to get saved. It's a simple step of faith, being born again. Repenting of your sins. Say, God, forgive me of all my sins. If it's a decision to respond to the Holy Spirit that's pulling you, wanting you to get saved, He'll begin to do a work right in your heart. Wherever you're watching from, whatever day you're watching from, you pray this prayer, He'll change your life forever. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. I have sinned. And I ask you today, forgive me of all my sins. Come into my life. Make me new. Give me the cure to my sick heart and heal me. Amen. Well, amen and amen. I pray that message was a blessing to you, that you received some sort of encouragement or word of instruction from the Lord. That's our prayer at River of Light, that every time you tune in and God speaks directly to your heart. Well, this is Pastor Eddie again. Just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast and remind you that every Tuesday a new message is uploaded. Also, if you want to watch one of our services, head over to our YouTube channel. It's River of Life Church, a church of his presence, his promises, and all people. And you can watch one of our services that way as well. So God bless you. I pray God's presence be with you uh, for the rest of the week. Amen.